Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts, Ferrugia Mechanical, and the adventure begins, proudly brings to you the reigning, undisputed, Radio Six Tag Team Man of the World. I don't even know what the Captain Joey Savage, the Talent Corey DLG, the producer Nico. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Instead of the tag team, we're the six man tag team. But there's only three of us. Yeah, so, so they call we, those the six six man tag champions. There's six man tag matches. It's a three man tag champion. Yeah, but they call it the six man champion. I don't think they do. They do. I watch a lot of wrestling. You're listening to us on Conor's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And you can check out all of our stuff at NerdThugRadio.com with one R. So, boys and girls. You roll your R 15 times. NerdThugRadio, but only one, one R. R. One, one R. R. One R. R. Singular R. Uh, Long R. Long R. Pretty good weekend. We had a, a nice, successful time playing Hero Clicks at the Adventure Begins. That's right. Comics yeah. and more. It's the first uh, The first Friday. Uh, first Friday. Yeah. First casual Friday. BYOB is perfect. Uh, DLG, you can go, you're going to rush it out there again this weekend, yeah? Yeah, we're gonna get, I'm going to get out there. Uh, Trying to play so more, uh, more X-Men themed teams? Yeah, you will. Always only X-Men themed so teams. So be on the lookout because very soon and shortly we will be uh, releasing a, a uh, six-event uh, adventure. You like that? I oh, do. A six-event adventure? It's an adventure. Um, it's a six-event adventure. Where you could rent a Heroclix brick, but six we won't adventure. talk so much about the Heroclix. Um, so, Corey, how was Pride for you? Did you go to the parade? Uh, n- No. Okay. Was I? Was um, I, were I you know. supposed to? Yeah. Did I book I that? I figured you would be there. <laughs> silence. Dead Nothing. silence. Dead. Nothing. Yeah. Dead. Um, yeah. You know, uh, a lot of the. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. If, does Houston? How big is Houston? I don't even know. It was pretty big. It do, is it? It's huge. Although I think, if I was running the Pride uh, Festival, I don't know if I would put it in the middle of June. I think I would scale it back to like uh, yeah. March or April. Because it hot. is hot AF out there right now. But a lot of guys, uh, a lot of the people there, you know. Don't wear just, a lot of clothing? Yeah. That's that's also accurate. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's just a million humidity as well. Right. Like, uh, it, is is like it doesn't even matter. Even if you're like half naked and you're out there, like you're, you're uncomfortable. Still, you're, yeah, you're still sweating. It's uncomfortable. It is strictly Spanish. what I call pool season. Pool season, yeah. No, it you're right. pool season. Or baseball season. No, nope, pool season. Too. Just pool season. Yeah. Oh, man, it's a great time to be in the pool. That, I mean, that's all this. That's all this weather is for. <laughs> Inside or pool? We've been we pulled it up what a couple times so far this year. Two, two at least three. one, two or three. Yeah, yeah, it's been nice. I like it. I like the pool. I've liked I like the pool more now than let's say like three years ago. Like now, my kids are self sufficient. Yeah, I was about to say it was a lot more work for you. Well, they can ago. swim. They they don't need floaties. They can take care of themselves. They can entertain themselves. So I can literally just get in the pool with a beer in my hand, sit back and talk crap with you. That's true. That's it's true. the best. Is it, are these famous people? What are you this, talking about on this commercial? No, I don't I, think so. I have so. no clue what you're talking about. This, uh, please explain. This, uh, you know, we always have something on here. It's running the commercial right now, but it's that Hims company. That I guess it is like the hair products and stuff. In the commercial, some of the people look like they're famous. Like I think one really? of them was. I think one of them was James Harden. Was it famous emojis? No, I, I literally. I think one of the people is James Harden, and oh, so are you gonna rewind it. Oh, that is James Harden, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's so James. So are all these people famous? They're real guys, man. Look, that's not James Harden. That's not James Harden. No, I think it's a guy that just looks like him. It's just a guy that looks like James yeah, Harden. Yeah, that's not him. Those are actors. That Straight up. Or just people. That's not him. His face is too fat. Trust me. It's not him. His beard isn't perfectly square. Not that's him. Fair, it might not be the right beard. Not him. But uh, We only see it for like two seconds. Yeah, right? it's all good. Was that James Harden? How are your thumbs? My thumbs hurt, and I don't know why. This is a mystery. It let's, is a mystery. Let's play uh, the mystery game. Why are so, Corey's thumbs hurt? Nico, I'll give you a stab. Why do you think Corey's thumbs are hurt? I don't know. I'm going to say video games, but he never plays video games, so I don't know. He was yeah. playing video games when I came I to the studio the night. Came oh, in here. Oh. I think that he bought a uh, bag of cookies from the store, but because he's trying to save money, he used the generic cookie brand. So the uh, wrapper and the paper they use is, is uh, not as, as good as the good stuff. So he was trying to rip it apart. And his thumbs weren't happening. How do your teeth feel? Because I feel like you couldn't <laughs> get it. And then how to use your teeth to rip no, it a little no, bit? No, you guys are way off. I on think this. that's what happened. So, 
today all day I've felt kind of a little like a little sickly, a little down a little bit. Um, so like, but when I woke up, even though I already didn't feel well, like my thumbs are just tender, like all the way from the knuckle down. They're just tender. Like it hurts. Um, and so like anytime they touch anything, it hurts. Like it was, it, it hurt a little bit to eat, hurt a little bit to, I did play some video games earlier today, hurt a little bit to play. Like it's just this weird tender. I think I, I might have thumb cancer. I don't know, but it's in both thumbs. So at first, like when I first was thinking about it, you know, I, you know, not really thinking all that clearly when you first wake up, I was like, man, I wonder if I have like a hangnail or something. And so I'm kind of looking and I was like, I don't think so. No, it was, the, like, coo- look, it you, was the cookie wrapper. You can see it's a little swollen, right? Yeah, and it looks a little discolored. It's a little bit weird. You have an ingrown toenail? Hand That's what I was on your hands. Ingrown thumbnail? I really feel like you opened up about 500 uh, Nerdy Buddy packs yesterday, and your thumbs are worn out. What I'm going to find out is that I sleepwalk and for some reason broke my own thumbs with yeah. a hammer. <laughs> like, I was like, you're cheating at poker, and then, like, hurt myself. Smash. And I don't, I don't know why. You woke up, and you were like, the PlayStation is mad at me for not playing. I must break my own thumbs. I did. Switch controllers, and oh, the other yeah. controller's been sitting out forever. You have carpal. I don't thumb-drum? know. No, carpal thun- thumb drum. No, like the other controller. Okay, I I play so little that the other controller has been dead, and I didn't even know it. Didn't even realize it. You so, don't like. So I you don't the use the PlayStation though either for like watching the Netflix. I don't watch a lot of like. You do watch a lot of TV. The TV's so. on, but like I'm not like I don't watch most of it. That's why it's always on like Law and Order and stuff. Because I'm not. <laughs> That's the worst show ever. I'm just doing other carpal stuff. Carpal thumb drum is what you I have. have. Carpal thumb drum. Thumb drum. It it could be fatal. I finally watched uh, Captain it's Marvel. Like a stripe. Yeah. It's weird to have me you seen it? I have. I finally watched it yesterday. I watched it by myself. I, I liked it. Me it's not bad at all. No, I mean it's a it, the acting's not the greatest. No. But uh story's pretty good. You don't think she's she was good in it? Um I think she was okay in it. I oh. don't think the supporting people were the greatest. Coming in after it. Sammy? Yeah, I don't think it was his best performance. You know what's weird is he's old. Super yeah. super old. At this point he's super like old. 70. He's a real old man. So when they keep being like Nick Fury's BA and he's going to do some action, I'm always like Shaft ain't doing it. No, right? Like yeah, in this Shaft movie here, it remind it also reminds me of the fact that Morgan Freeman only has one hand. Really? He got in a really bad car accident about 10 years ago where a car rolled over him. Oh, how does that and happen? And his hand was trapped under the car. So Ooh. they saved it like they didn't have to amputate it, but it doesn't work. So like um in the third Batman one, what is that one called? Uh Oh, Dark Knight um, Rises or Return or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm sorry, we're watching Sports Center and Cricket's in the top ten. I'm excited. So, the Dark Knight he, Returns. Yeah, so when the water is flooding the tunnel to kill the bomb thing. Yeah, yeah. And he climbs up the ladder. You see him use one hand to grab, and then the other arm he like sticks through the whole thing. It's because he only has one hand that he can use. Oh, they use a stunt double for that. Well, like that's what I would. They done. do a lot of camera tricks with him now. So in uh in Red. When it's him and Bruce Willis and everyone else, yeah, there's a scene where he's supposed to punch uh, Dreyfus with what would be his, I'm going to call it his dead hand, his okay. not good hand. <laughs> um, and so instead, they just, you know, they just flip it. They, they just flip it? Yeah. So, like, you can see, you'd have to know what you're looking for, but you could tell that it, he hit him with the wrong hand, but they just were tight on Dreyfus's face. So you don't realize it. A lot of camera tricks with right. him, right? So a lot of times when he's standing around, Morgan Freeman doesn't have both hands on camera. <laughs> That's funny. If you, you're like he'll have a hand in a pocket or a I hand love in when a they coat do stuff like or that. a hand behind him. Like there's the movie, or not the movie, the show The Office. Yeah. Uh, Angela Kinsey, who's in that, she plays um, what's whatever Dwight's little love interest is. Oh, the HR lady, the mean one. Nah, she wasn't HR. She was accounting, but the mean one. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And like she's pregnant in one of the. Seasons, so like they do all those camera tricks, so like, like just hide, it. hide her behind She's the like, like copier. Stuff in front of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you don't those things like you don't know. You read about like oh well now that's why that happened. Um, that makes sense. I think one of the friends did that for a whole season. Really? I think Chandler. Yeah, I think it was Chandler. <laughs> no, Got I think him. I think Courtney Cox. I don't know if she has kids or not. I might be totally wrong about that. Well, Jennifer Aniston doesn't, so it's not her. Maybe it was Phoebe. Or maybe Lisa I'm just thinking. Of the, maybe I was thinking just the fact that she was pregnant on the show. Maybe so. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. No, they sh- definitely showed Lisa Kudrow like pregnant on the show. Yeah. I don't know if it's a real kid or they were just hamming it up, but she was definitely pregos there. She yeah, she was like super pregnant because there were like two or three babies in her. Four. Oh, was it six? Even there were <laughs> alien babies in there. Okay, enough. What's that. happening? I don't know. I would deport <laughs> the alien babies, though. Uh, uh, Nico, what about you? Anything cool happened with you this weekend? I participated in a Vanguard ARG. A Vanguard ARG. And so for our 
not so nerdy friends. What is that? What is uh, that? Card game is Vanguard and ARG are uh, is a group of people that uh, put on organized events. So it's like the ROC for HeroClix? Pretty much. Okay. But for card games. So it's like an better. official tournament. Yeah. Uh, and I went three and two, and I made top four. Nice. That's nice. Nerd Thug repping. Did you win anything? Uh, I got a mat and a pin. Oh. Okay. All right. Some swag. Even better. I like yeah. it. You also won the first casual HeroClix night. I did, because I brought a meta, and you it was didn't super lose a single dis- game. disgusting. You really did. It was great. You beat the crap out of Dave and Todd. I did. Yeah, Dave and Todd did not know it was coming. Actually, it was Todd. I think you just got the best of Todd. No, it was just... The best of Todd. It's called Dice. It's, it's real bad. The best of I, uh, Todd. He was like, six, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. I rolled four, like, nine times Friday night. That was You fun. just really bad dice luck, though. Sometimes. Like, sometimes... Most I, of the time. Most I, of the time. When you know I play you, first, I don't ever have bad dice. When we no, first it's, started it's, playing it's, this game called HeroClix, he'd always give me crap for having, like, the bad dice rolling. You were, you were the worst. now it's coming to him. Like, he's got it. I have bestowed upon him that the I, bad dice. The bad dice. I, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't it. want it. I don't want it either. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> I had a you great, needed to get rid of it somehow. I had a great move in one of my matches where I could I could literally damage as many as three characters very badly, and what was uh, it my match? no, no, it was uh, against Lumen, and uh, I just needed to roll a seven, <laughs> and I rolled a four. Oh, that's the worst. I feel like whenever you get down to it, you're like, I just need to hit a six or a seven. Like it's almost a shoe in. Like whenever you look at yourself, like man, I need to hit an eight. You're like, ah, I don't know about that. I oh, don't a know seven? About yeah, I got a seven. That's easy. Yeah. Let's do this. Craps, yolo, baby. Yeah, and uh, doesn't happen. It don't work. It doesn't well, work. What, that is, way. what is the most possible dice combinations on dice are sevens? Right? I think so. Yeah, yeah right? all of them. Yeah, six, one, four, three, five, two. Yeah. So like you've got a f- you got like a fifty fifty. For seven, I don't know if it's fifty. 50 I mean, but it feels like no. It. But it's like it's like seven and above is fifty fifty, and then is it? Yeah, it's like the actual odds on dice because hmm. it's one, th- it's two. I'm gonna look 12. it up in the break, and then I'll I'll report back to you. Let's jump out to one of those, and when we come back, we'll talk some more Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. That was a little bit was spicy. Was there. like Imagine Dragons? Like, what was that? Was that, that, yeah, that put good? Some, put some reverb on there. That was real good. I mean, Nico's going to punch some, it up. Yeah. yeah. Put some, like, uh, Actually, yeah. Just, just put in Imagine Dragons over No. Oh. Like, <laughs> no. Big loud boom. Yeah. I can play the drums for you. Oh, there you go. Or just put Trogdor from Strong Bad right there. I don't think so. Got him. I'm testing my pipes here. Listen, Let's talk about my friend. The Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. As the leader of martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations. There is one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. If you're listening to this radio show right now, there is somewhere for you to go jumpstart your fitness goals at Cox ATA. They have plans for those that are young toddlers, young kids, teenagers, young adults, senior adults. They've got everything. They can find a way to make you better at was life. Was that just a nice way to say old people? I think that was very ugly of you. Senior adults? Yeah, senior adults. Uh, they just recently had a black belt extravaganza that I intended last Friday. They had uh, Mr. Cox, the nerd ninja, was uh, demoing some of his stuff. He's about to test for his fifth degree here in a couple weeks. Uh, Sadie Savage was testing for a second degree. It was pretty awesome. Uh, Mr. Spawn, shout out. He also showed up at Adventure Begins Comics and more. He was... a uh, Testing uh, for his next belt as well. I think third degree, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so it was fun, man. It was it was cool seeing all these these ninjas breaking boards and like flinging these weapons around. So if you want to see that cool stuff, go see my friend the Nerd Ninja at Cox ATA Martial Arts, 
Find them on our Facebook page. We tag them in every single show that we put up. That comes out at 6.01 p.m. today. And if you mention Earthlink Radio, you get two free weeks of training. Because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, we leave a legacy. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. So, you know, as we do this show, uh, we tend to look at articles and see what's going on in the world. Okay. Uh, One of the hot topics right now in the nerd world, period, is the X-Men. Are the X-Men. I should use correct verbiage. Are the X-Men. Is the are the X-Men? Are the X-Men. Who's the X-Men? Who? Whom? I'll tell you this. Whomst. Why is the X-Men? For whom does the bell toll? Uh, so they're getting the new comics coming out yes. here pretty soon. We're yeah, excited next about it. Yeah. Uh, the last Fox House movie. of X, Powers of X. The last yeah. uh, Fox movie with X-Men just came out. Uh, hasn't done ago. so well. I still haven't seen it, have you? Nope. No. Okay, I'll see it soon. There's uh, a unanimous no on a comic book a movie. A unanimous yeah. no. So I've got this article here um, that uh, kind of covers... Here's the title of the article. Ready? Fox's X-Men franchise. Five characters we will miss, five we will not. So okay. I want to run through All this right. list with you, Corey DLG, you being the X-Men aficionado here. Okay. Um, and I want to get your opinion on this list. I won't name where this list came from, but it is found on the website at ScreenRant.com. Interesting. <laughs> so number 10. Sly. <laughs> someone that they will miss. Okay. Uh, they will miss Storm. Um, not the Halle Berry one, because that's kind of old, but this new, uh, what's her name? Alexandra Ship, the new Storm. Uh, uh, we haven't seen the last movie, so I don't know what kind of role she plays in it. I, I have to uh, assume she plays a much bigger role right. in this last one. So they're she saying hasn't they're really... Yeah, as I say, she hasn't really done a whole lot. Yeah. She was, what, an Age of uh, Apocalypse and for like eight seconds? Honestly, yeah. Halle Berry didn't do a lot either. Um, I think by the third one, she was like, I'm not coming back unless you guys give me like more than four lines. Right. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really feel like. I don't feel like at this point until this last one, which I haven't seen. Storm has done absolutely nothing that makes me feel like. Oh man, like completely so this, irreplaceable. This article is saying they feel like Ship was kind of coming into her own, and like I guess they gave her a bigger role in the movie since we haven't seen it, um, and they're upset that they won't get to see more of it because their their thought process. Storm's going to get rebooted and be played by somebody else. Yeah, they all are. They're all going to get rebooted. All of them. Um, here's someone that they won't miss, which I am highly disagreeing with. Uh, they will not be missing Michael Fossabender's role as Magneto. Yeah, I won't, I won't either. I love me some I like Fossabender. I, I like him, but like he played Magneto super soft. You think so? Yeah, super soft. Who was better, McKellen or, or um, Fossabender? You think so? Yeah, absolutely. I disagree. What about you, Nico? What's your thought process? Uh, I never saw much of the old X Men, but I really like I really like Fossbender. I really like the I like the dynamic he had with with Xavier. Yeah, I think this book was more, or these movies were more about them being friends. So I suppose in that regard, it's not a hundred percent his fault. But that portrayal of Magneto, when he's at, in the comic books at his best, we're past that part. Like the friendship is part of the history. Yeah. But now he's angry. So I'm gonna That's read. Fair. I'm gonna read their assessment. Um, on this, and you tell me if you think this is accurate. They're saying that the character of Magneto, Fossimeter's Magneto, has never been p- particularly exciting because he's never really been given anything to do. He'd show up, lift a sports stadium with his powers, and then get quickly defeated by the X-Men. He's been one of the dullest villains in recent memory. Well, he's or, not been one yeah, of the villains. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. He's not he's, really a villain. He's never been the villain in any of them. The he's been like a pseudo X Men in all of them, correct. So that's I mean that's a dumb sure, right? that's a dumb point. I think he played. So this is a, this is something that we uh, we both have agreed upon with the new Batman that Ben Affleck played a great Bruce Wayne, not so maybe so much a Batman. Is that, is that kind of a fair? I, statement? I went the other way. Really? Uh, yeah. I thought he was a great Bruce Wayne. I, I like thought the older was... Bruce Wayne. I think I thought. Okay, well then I'm gonna say that I think he yeah. played a great older Bruce Wayne. The Batman part was like, eh. But I think Fossum did a great job of just playing the character of Eric, but maybe not so much the character of Magneto. Yeah, and and I, and that's I think the story wasn't there for for that version. Yeah, I mean in each of the movies there's someone else, right, to deal with. Ex- that's excellent point. I mean, excellent point. All right, going on to the next one. All right, what do you uh, got? characters they will miss, and that is the character of Jean Grey, played by Sophie Turner. I mean, unless this movie does something. 
like, this movie's about her. her. Yeah. So I mean, I gotta guess it's there's more going on, but eh. he was kind of whatever in Apocalypse, and then agreed. Yeah. I think she uh, was a great. When you look at her, okay. So if you look at Sophie good Turner, Stark. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. When you look at her, like just her, her herself, I think the look is a great Jean Grey. The way she played herself, she could have been a good Jean Grey. I don't think they wrote. The yeah, Jean I don't Grey think they gave her well enough Jean Grey to, to play. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. We won't miss. They will not miss the new incarnation of Beast. Uh, thoughts, and thoughts, please. I'll hang up and listen. Nick, Nicholas Holtz. Uh, Nicholas Holtz. Yeah. It was a. Th- this is the most attention Hank McCoy has been given ever. Yeah, but it accurate. was a weird werewolf kind of power set. Right, like you turn it on and off. Yeah, I. I didn't like that either. I think that that was probably just a practicality to to affect save the money. Yeah, yeah, to affect the budget. Also, he probably didn't want to be in the. It's like so. Um, so Jennifer Lawrence. Um, by the second movie was like, why are we doing body paint? Why don't you guys just make up a, a suit and I'll wear it? And they went, oh, that's weird. We never thought of that. Rebecca Romaine was just cool with the body paint. Yeah, and Rebecca yeah, or, yeah, I mean, Rebecca Romaine's a swimsuit model and Jennifer Lawrence is an actress. So like for Nicholas Holt, I, I, I'm sure it had way more to do with the idea that he was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be beast on screen the whole time. It doesn't, it's not fun for me. Yeah. I'm not doing it. All right, here's a character they say they will miss, and I would have to agree, and that is the character Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he was the best part of... Uh, For days, sure. Yeah, of, days of every of movie. Right. Of each movie. His scene in each movie <laughs> is the best part. Well, even like even in, um, not Days of Future Past, but uh, Apocalypse, kind of almost like when he realizes who Magneto is and that right. little side story, Like I think he played that part really well. I kind of felt like that side story was a little shoehorned in. But uh, but he was still exciting. He to played watch. it well, but yeah. right, they just kind of yeah. like, eh, oh yeah, let's throw this. In oh yeah, here. don't forget. Uh, but at, yeah, his his scenes, they did a great job with his scenes versus what the Avengers did with theirs. Yeah, I think so. Uh, characters they won't miss, and that is the character of Cyclops. Either version. What are your thoughts? For someone who's super important to the actual X Men in the movies, he's been right vastly underused over the last five years. Well, when did AVX come out? How long ago was that? Williams seven, so it's at least six years, right? Yeah, he has been my favorite X Men in the last six years. He's been dead for like two, right? But he's been <laughs> my favorite one. But they really didn't play like the new version of X Men in this movie. They played that old like whiny, like oh, Wolverine still my girlfriend, right? Exactly. It was annoying. No, I agree. Uh, the, the movies have been so hopefully very when they, Hopefully, when Fox gets a, or uh, Disney gets a hold of it, they they do them right. He could be the next Tony Stark. He really could be. He could be the next focal point. He could be the next, uh, more right? Captain America than Tony Stark. But the next focal point. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah but you could also write him because he's got that mean streak in him. Right. You could go either way with him. Well, Captain has, America, like, in the comic books, he would he would kill people regularly. He was a soldier first. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That is true. All right, here's number four. He once decapitated um, the Red Skull with a shield. Kitty Pride. That's rough. Yeah. They said they're going to miss Kitty Pride. Hard pass. It was in one movie. No, no, she wasn't. She was in. She, she was, was in, in all of the old X Men. Yeah, she's in. She's. It's not Ellen Page in the very first one, but she didn't do Ellen much Page, in the first one. It's Ellen Page in the second one. Which it's is Ellen Page in the favorite. third. But she didn't do much in the first or second, and then she had a bigger role in the third. Same thing with Colossus. Correct. I love Colossus. Colossus had a cool moment in the second, but yeah, yeah he's not. He's but not, not really a huge moment, yeah. right? Yeah, but now which he's, is kind of crazy. It's fine now because he's in Deadpool and he's great. Right, in that. but <laughs> when you think about X Men, the recent 10, 15 years, Kitty Pryde's been kind of a big character for the X Men. She's led her own team. In the uh, comic books. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the comic books. books. She's right. a headmaster. <laughs> she's a headmaster, but in the movie, the original movies, they kind of... And then eh. they had to give her a whole other weird power for Days of Future Past. I right. I, yeah, yeah. It was like nice to see mind her. Power. It was nice to see her come back in Days of Future Past. Like I was excited about that. I like Ellen Page. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Juno is fantastic. It was great. Uh, they said they won't miss Mystique. They played her so weird. Yeah. yeah. Not but, normal mystique. But the comic books, too, have been very always with her. Um, so it's sort of a little weird. Like, I don't know if it's just because she's a shapeshifter, so she's a different thing for every person. Right. But, like, she's always been kind of an inconsistent character. Well, mostly in the comics, she's never been... How many times she's really been a good guy? Hardly ever. Right. And in the newer movies, they made her out to be... Like a big deal, like a heroine, basically. Uh, yeah, but they still did kind of keep that element of like Mystique's kind of crazy. But they did a whole thing in Days of Future Past where like people are looking up to her, and, right? Like, she did that whole thing. She saved like the president or whatever. Like, right. That's not Mystique at uh, all. 
Yeah, no, I don't. Well, I don't know. It's Unless it could benefit her in some yeah, way. Yeah, you're no, you're right. Her you're right. personally, but that that's not what happened in Days of Future Past. She she did it to be a heroine, like to stand up, like be the focal point, which was a total misplay of who Mystique was. Now, right. granted, they do different things in movies and comics, but whenever you're a nerd like we are, you see those things, it kind of pisses you off. Yeah, because it's completely. It's it's just kind of completely. It's not in. But again, the character of Mystique has always been so. Right. Well, let's jump out to break when we come back. There's two people left. One's a miss and one's a not miss. I'm going to get your uh, to, to guess. Stay nowhere. We're Nerd Thug Radio. It's summer, and if there's one thing that people know in Texas is air conditioning is very important. If they're having any issues or want to have their units serviced or try to save money getting their units serviced, one option to call is... Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. Interested parties should call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367, Ferruja Mechanical, 281-259-3367. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And Nico DLG. You really got to say the talent, Corey DLG. The producer, Nico DLG. That's too long of a title. It gives you like a, uh, <laughs> a title. You need a title. You're not You're not just Nico. I'm not. You're the producer. Own that. Um, you're listening to us at Conos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at. IRLoneStar.com. Interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Check us out at NerdThugRadio.com. Uh, before we finish up our little uh, do's and don'ts about the X-Men's, uh, Corey DLG, let's talk about our friend Ferruja Mechanical. That's right. It's summer, and if there's one thing that's obvious in Texas is you're not going without air conditioning in this heat. So, I got lost there. So, if your old outdated system isn't keeping up or you would like to have it serviced for the summer, the trusted name to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment with 24 hours. So call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367. That's Ferruja Mechanical. Call them at 281-259-3367 today. Today. All right, Corey. So there's two characters left. One is a miss. One is a miss not for the X-Men. Can you name them? Who will they miss? Who will they miss? It's got to be Wolverine. Correct. Okay. All right. Don't even need to talk about it. By far the best character in the entire series. Yeah. Well, the, they've made the whole thing about him. Correct. So, I mean, right. This is, um, the, this is the Wolverine story that had X-Men in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is weird, right? Because then they killed him in the, the last Wolverine, and then they had this whole new uh, Dark Phoenix, which I presume he's not in. Yeah, well, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But I digress. Um, and then who is the character they will not miss? <sighs> you tell me, Jan. Is it going to be the Moira McTaggart character? No. She was, like, in all of these. Though. No. I'm going to say Archangel. No. Oh. Is it Toad? Nope. Sabretooth? Nope. Deadpool? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's pretty key vital X-Man. Are they going to say Xavier? Yeah, Professor X, they said they will not miss him. I think both versions of him were played great. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like what Why? they're mad about. Yeah, what Patrick... There's so much worse characters in this franchise. No, but Patrick Stewart did a great job. Correct. And I think, uh, what's his name? The little British guy did a great job in the second one. J- uh, McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah, McAvoy. I don't know. That is that is an awful. That is an awful. I kind of one. thought they might say that because they already got on Michael Fassbender, and I agree with the Fassbender stuff. But I don't. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, there's there's several characters that are infinity times worse than than Xavier. Exactly, because both of them are good, if not. McAvoy, that scene between 
Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy, where they where they're talking to each other, and McAvoy's like, "I don't want your future." Yeah, and they're going back and forth. That's a really great scene. So what they're saying is the Patrick Stewart version was great, uh, but as far as McAvoy, they said he never lived up to the extremely high bar set by Patrick Stewart. Plus, he never really felt right for the role of Charles Xavier. He's better suited for intense roles like David Percival and Kevin Wendell Crumb, which I guess is in that split or whatever it is, possibly. I don't know. Uh, and Xavier has too firm a grasp on his mental state to ever lose it like that. That's so not. I, I feel like that's not necessarily. That's accurate. not fair. Yeah, that's it's not a fair statement. That's not. That's not a fair statement. It's also, also not true. Also, you're supposed to show the faults in your heroes, and right? Like that would be a great one. What? It's also not true. And they said McAvoy called his younger version of Xavier an ego fueled, sexed up, self serving dude, which simply isn't who the character is. Which is completely false because when you find out the end, right? Like you find out like uh, that he's. Completely self-serving. And yeah, he's he not only was he not only was he everything you thought that he stood for. They kind of went back and you well, know, what, they, what they basically show uh, what they basically showed is that he had made all kinds of like hard choices and decisions throughout to honor those ideas and those dreams. And so you find out like there was a there was a, a hidden team of X Men that had failed and that he kind of left behind because he couldn't he couldn't do anything to get with them, like he couldn't do anything to to save them. So he just left them there on their own. Um, he was in love with uh, Jean Grey, you know, right. something they touch on. Also, he created Onslaught when he erased the mind of Magneto. Well, then he also had the whole thing where he, the most powerful mutant ever, like he wiped his mind and had him like wherever. Yeah. And then he killed them, everybody. And so they had to time travel back and like fix that. Like he made, yeah, he made tough decisions for this and that. But you find out he wasn't as golden of a boy as you thought he was. Right. Yeah. So it's totally... It's totally. Un- I really have inaccurate. come to find that Screen Rant, whoever writes their stuff, is pretty dumb. Well, I don't. I just don't. I, I don't. They don't think make good arguments. Yeah, exactly. So hey, ScreenRant.com, if you're reading this and you need some new writers, Call Nerd me. Thug Radio's got yeah. you. I know a great one. His name is Corey DLG. He's pretty good at what he does. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I just, I just pumped you up. Um, so on this note, we're talking X Men. Let's just stay there. Okay. Uh, I want to get your thought because you're a very brilliant fella. Um. Wow, she was crying that bad. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so it's no secret. I mean, I hate doing the um thing over and over again. But Disney has purchased X Men. Yeah, they have the rights to X Men. They have the rights to Fantastic Four. Correct. This is a little part of the show where we like to give Corey a thought process, let him talk a little bit, and give us his idea. Are you ready? Oh, we're gonna do a little nerd thug freestyle. Little nerd thug freestyle has returned. All right, you're not ready for it, so it's off the top of your dome. Yeah, Um, top of my sexy head. Stop saying um, Joseph. So. You are a writer yeah, with Disney. Yeah, yeah, okay? okay, you've gotten this job with Disney. You've been fantastic. Writing That's good news. They said we have we own the rights to the X Men. Oh, there she is, and they say I want you to pitch me an idea of how we bring the X Men into the universe. Um, is that something you want to work with, or I have a second idea? No, I would do that. I could do. That. Okay, I, I think I think you make it really really simple. You post snap. Some of the people who come back just come back different, and I don't think you. I don't think you spend a lot of extra energy or time trying to. Okay, trying I think to that's ch- a great idea. change that. Post snap, people come back. They've got mutant powers. Boom! Here we rock. Yeah, and roll. you're talking about maybe okay. like point one percent of the people who come back. You know, like like a, a small percentage yeah, of the population. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great easy way to get them in. Okay, now I'll one up you, sir. Okay, I will raise you, and I will I will see you, and I will raise you a chip. Oh. Um, the X-Men are here. Now, everyone knows who they are. They're in the universe. We've brought them back with a snap. What is the first X-Men storyline you do in the movies, in the new Marvel universe? Um, so Marvel has done a really good job of being very long view on things. Right. This could be a three-part movie. Yeah, they've, they've planned things out. I would, I, would, I would work really, really hard to avoid the... X-Men Magneto. Okay. X-Men Apocalypse stuff that they've already touched okay. on. Do something brand new and fresh. Yes. I think I would do the Hellfire Club. Okay. Ooh, fancy. Because they have their own team of young mutants, the Hellions. They also have their own group of powerful mutants. So you kind of bring the X-Men in as a villain. 
I, I bring the X-Men... No, I bring the Hellfire Club in as... At first, the X-Men looked like the villains. The Hellfire Club can look like... Because uh, Hellfire Club was a real thing. It was in history. There was a there was an actual Hellfire Club. True, and there were like royals, Black King, White King, Black Queen, White right. Queen. Right, and, and there were like royals and like important like lords and ambassadors that were parts of the Hellfire Club. So it was looked on as this like important group. So on the outside looking in, the X Men would look almost like upstarts or terrorists or or the bad guys trying to stop the quote unquote good noble actions of the Hellfire Club. But behind the scenes, you would find out that what they're doing is really nefarious and bad. And so, whereas the Avengers have always gotten, like, full credit for everything they do, every time the X-Men stop somebody, like, the media is always like, hey, why'd you do that? Like, quit being such a jerk to those Hellfire guys trying to do nice stuff. And um, it's like the, the play the playthrough would always be like, they just always come across as the wrong guy. So what you're saying is the Hellfire Club would be... Like it group. would have like a public chapter though. So they'd be a public would, thing who were trying to what we thought were good things. Right. But the X Men were trying to stop because they were actually bad motives. Right. But the public would see it as the X Men like So let's say the Hellfire off. Club comes through and they're like, Hey man, the Avengers blew up uh uh what was the name of that place where Ultron blew up? Markovia? Wachovia. Slokovia? Yeah, sure. Something. Well okay. Wachovia. I, I think that's a bank. Um Wachovia is a bank. Or at least was a bank. Yeah, I, th- I think it was. It started with an S. I thought that's it's okay. not Wanda. It's not Wakanda. No, no, it's definitely not Wakanda. But okay, Sokovia. So, Sokovia Accord. The Sokovia Accord. Yeah. Okay. Sokovia. So, so okay, uh, the Avengers and Ultron destroyed Sokovia. So the Hellfire Club steps up and they're going to rebuild Sokovia to be like the new city of the future. But you start finding out that like the robot police are secretly rounding up like Sokovians. ethnic groups or like mutants. You start finding like it's like the new Genosha where like the mutants I like are, Genosha. Or, like the mutants are like PR but they're also Maybe you just skip the Hellfire Club and you just make Sokovia the new Genosha. Well, but you use you the Hellfire Club in, because like, like Sabretooth. Or well, you use the Hellfire the Club though so that you could do all these so it could be two-faced. So someone could be like Sebastian Shaw is the is the industrialist for Shaw Technology. He's like a he's like a a, a nice Tony Stark who's not but not a superhero. So he's like a stable Tony Stark, and everyone loves him. But then you find out, oh, he's a mutant, and he's doing all these things to advance his own organization. But the X-Men always look like the bad guys fighting him. Did you do something with that with, like, Mr. Sinister, too, though? Um, I think you could have Sinister, like, themes and stories play. Maybe he gets his own movie down the road. Or maybe you get a spinoff movie where somebody, like an X-Factor or an X-Force, goes after Mr. Sinister. But Mr. Sinister's goals are kind of odd. I don't know. You could do a whole film about like him. I don't think I would waste an X Men film doing Mister Sinister. How you could you could have him play in the background of a lot of stuff. Exactly, but I don't know that I would have him be like. What is the, the likelihood no. that they go straight to Avengers versus X Men storyline? I think that's what they build to because you got to think right now. There's also post in game, who's an Avenger right now? Right. So you've got to let them figure out who's an Avenger, and then you figure out who's an X Men. And then you guys can have your fight where the Avengers are like, hey, stop screwing with the Hellfire Club. Okay, that's a good idea. Also, to get back to our, since, you know, the uh, the odds uh, coming on dice, what did I say it was? Like 15%? Yeah, it's 16. 16%, 16% to be a 7. A seven. Yeah. So 1 in 6 rolls should give you a 7. 14% for the 5 and the 8. Mm-hmm. So Nico was correct. If you go 7 and above. It's over 50%. It's over 50%. Mm-hmm. Anything below or above a 7 is, is equal. Yeah. Equal though. All right, let's jump out to a break. We hope you enjoyed that Nerd Thug freestyle. We come back, we'll wrap up this edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. 
Corey DLG, why don't you talk about my <laughs> friends over at the Adventure Begins Comics and More? That's right. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is on 1488, right out there on Con- uh, in Conroe. And uh, they got a lot going on this week. There's some stuff. Um, Saturday, July, uh, June 29th. Man, it's already the end of June, guys. Um, they'll Halfway be doing through the year 2019. That's true. They're doing their Magic the Gathering Core 2020 open house all day. Um, here's the notes here. It says they're going to have new 2020 Planewalker decks available for sale and also the new free Magic Welcome decks. Okay, so this would be like starter decks and stuff. Um, well, the welcome, decks. welcome decks are free. Started from the deck, now I'm here. With some free decks, you're right. They are free. Look at that. I don't. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on Saturday, they're going to be doing a sealed standard tournament grab bag special with only a $20 entry fee. They're also going to have a sealed standard tournament. Um, grab bag special guaranteed. One Magic the Gathering Planeswalker deck plus a pack of 100 Dragon Shields. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, Magic the Gathering promo cards for all winners plus store credit. $15 for first, $10 for second, $5 for third. To be clear, though, they aren't including the new 2020 Planeswalker decks in the grab bags. Uh, Why not? There's, there's a lot going on. Okay. There. That was Saturday and Sunday is the Magic the Gathering Core 2020 open house. Also on Sunday, um, from 2 to 6 p.m., they're going to have their board game design group going on. Ooh. I, they've been posting about this. I'm kind of intrigued by it. The idea is that you go up there and you, like, they're, they're like, working together on, like, coming up with what would be interesting in a game. So I think it's kind of a fun thing. It is super fun. Also, what's really cool is they do uh, like parents night out every Friday. So yeah, I saw kind of cool. You know, we were there and doing the hero click stuff and they had like parent nights out and they were it's from like 6 to 10 I believe and they have a little own little room so they're not really, you know, interfering with the gaming that's going on and they have they play like kid games, they do crafts and stuff. Yeah, your kids made like some yeah. iron press-on stuff. The Savage Kids went bananas. B A N A N A S bananas. This Press on stuff is bananas. Anyway, the store's great. Yep. Uh, it's well lit. It's in a great position. And now that Tapped is... Um, open. Open. It's been open, open but yeah. it's like the grand opening. You know what? Okay, before... I, I gotta say this. Go I gotta ahead. get this off my chest. Before we go into your important talk. So, when I went there Friday night, I got there a little early, so I just did a drive around the uh, complex to just kind of see yeah. what all was there. It's a very new um, uh, business complex. Next to a hotel, or not hotel, next to an apartment. Yeah. I thought to myself, man, if I was a young single dude, like, that apartment would be where I'd want to be. Because you For sure. walk to a bar, walk to a comic store, walk to a movie theater across the street. Of course. But then I noticed there were two restaurants within three doors of each other that were both sold burgers. <laughs> like, how mad would you be if you were the first burger joint in there? And then you realized. guy number two. They rented another burger joint across the way. I thought usually when you rent at shopping strips, right, they, they usually do like a non-compete scenario. Not in this case. Maybe. Yeah. They're like, sure, you can also sell burgers. Well, this one's like a sports bar burger joint. And you're just a burger joint. So you're maybe that's how they got away with it. Maybe. One's a burger joint. One's a sports bar. Or maybe said, they came to. Oh, guy, we're also a burger joint. Maybe they came to guy number one and guy number one was like, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I doubt that. But if I'm guy number one, I mind. I totally mind. I, I doubt that. I'm super mind. Uh, yeah, I will. All right, so there's something nothing. you wanted to uh, discuss with me? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you if I would like to discuss back. All right. Uh, we were talking, you, you in the break you mentioned an actor. Uh, did I? I thought you did, but that's okay. I mentioned a movie. What What was the movie? Child's Play. Okay. Got and destroyed he all, by Toy and Story he mentioned Aubrey Plaza. She's hot. Okay. So let's play this game right now. W- woman Crush. Non-superhero, name a good movie by these actors. Ooh, let's see if I can do this. Okay. So, non-superhero movie. But but a good one. By these actors. Yes. So, the first one, Chris Hemsworth. Can't do it. Drive is the only movie I can think of. Okay. So... Can we go to Liam Hemsworth? Because then I'll say um, the uh, Mockingjay one. Hunger okay. Game. Hunger, uh, that's Hunger fair. Games. He's part of that massive franchise. That's fair. So, um, Drive is the only movie I can think of. And eh. Nico and I were sitting around Friday night, and there's what was the? Na- do you remember the name of the movie? Snowpiercer. Uh, no, wasn't it, wasn't it like uh, we were talking about Men in Black, the new one, International? That's I think Chris it was. Hemsworth. I think it was. Uh, yeah, it's Chris Hemsworth and Tess Thompson again, and it bombed. It bombed. Bombed. Uh, and then we're What's flipping through the HBOs, and so give me another one. I think it's Empire State. Empire State has Rock, Liam Hensworth. And uh, who was? Do you remember who the girl was? She was famous too, though. Oh, I don't remember. Scarlett Johansson. No, and, but like, it's three huge people, and none of it. Neither none of us had ever heard of the movie. Like, 
Do you know, like, I, I feel like we all know every rock movie. Yeah. Uh, Walking Tall? No, it was it was called Empire State. Never heard and of it. it. Exactly. Is that the one where he climbs the building and he only has, like, fake arms? No, 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 no. That's something else. Oh. This is a, it's like a, it's a. It's like a, it's like a heist movie. Yeah, they're, they're like, gonna, they're like robbers. They're going to rob something. And it's literally Liam Hemsworth and The Rock are buddies. And they're going to rob an armored car or Makes something. Yeah, an armored why, car. Yeah. Why Thorm and Black Adam would be hanging out. Right. So. Give me another one. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. So another movie she's in? Like any any good movie that she's in. I want to say this one, but it's kind of like a... Uh, have you seen Mystery Men? Yeah, Mystery Men's okay. That's pretty good, right? She's not in Aubrey. Aubrey Plaza's not No, in not that. Mystery Men. What's the one? It's the first Donald Glover movie. Uh, he like makes his own little movie, and like they're... I guess they're kind of like superheroes. That <laughs> doesn't really count. Um, the only thing I can think that she was good at was Parks and Rec. That's like... Parks and Rec. Well, she was in. Dang, I forget. She was in a movie with like Zac Efron, and then the guy from the Pitch Perfect movies. Bad Grandpa. No, not that one. Are you saying one. Bad Grandpa? No, Bloody it's not Grandpa. that one. Oh, Mike and Dave had wedding dates. Yeah, there you go. That oh, movie, she's that, one of the crazy girls, right? Yeah. The only yeah. one I could think of would be that movie is um, pretty funny. No, would be uh, Scott Pilgrim, but she's that's another comic book movie, right? That is that's a comic what I'm book saying. Movie. Like, I love that. A movie. lot of these actors, I forgot she was in that. Don't make like. I, I was so I, was I, got, I got one for Aubrey Plaza. Okay, what do you got? just came to me? Okay, what do you Have got? you seen that movie Safety Not Guaranteed? It's a I've really heard, good movie. I've heard of it. It's with, the, it's with the dude who uh, It's a time travel movie, right? Yeah, where like the world's ending or something. He's, he's yeah, looking yeah, for yeah. a friend. Like indie wise, great movie. Yeah, but I mean even that one Mark Duplass. Probably did like twelve dollars in box office. No, he did more than that. Alright, give me another another character. Uh okay, so I was gonna say Chris Pratt, but you said Snowpiercer. Or uh, I was gonna say uh, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans you said Snowpiercer. So give me a Chris Pratt movie. Does Jurassic World count? I mean, do you think they're good? I like them. Okay. I like the first one. Not sold on the second one, but the first one was. I good. think that last one was probably the best one. Oh, that what was, was the other one with him? One. What was the other one with him and Jennifer Lawrence, where he's in space? Passengers. That was a good one. Passengers is so. Is he is Chris Pratt the biggest movie star out of the out of the Avengers movie universe? Out of the Avengers movie verse. Um, no, you know who I was. Robert Downey Jr.'s got to be, right? Yeah. But why? Sherlock Holmes was great. Okay, Sherlock Holmes. Without him. Okay. Um, he did a bunch of stuff. What was the uh, the one movie where like he's having to like try his dad or something the like that? The Judge. The Judge. I love The he, Judge, but I don't know He made a bunch of good movies he like, before good movies. he got you're right. an alcoholic. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, I would say he's the biggest one. Um, the other one that would be pretty good, Paul Rudd has done a bunch of great movies. Uh, he's done a lot of funny movies, but they've made money. Yeah, they've made money. All right. Okay. When you think Paul Rudd, you don't necessarily have to say Ant Man. Right. That's um, fair. And then, uh, God, I, I keep. I don't know why I'm blink. I keep going to him, but then I, I stop and say, well, "What about this guy? Well, Jeremy Renner? Uh, no, not Jeremy Renner. I don't think he's done a bunch of great stuff outside. Bautista? Uh, no. Bautista um, is great. <laughs> you could say Zoe, Zoe Saldana. She's done some good stuff. But she's in a ton of stuff. Um, the guy who plays the Hulk. Why am I not thinking of his Mark name? Ruffalo. Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo's done some good stuff. But Mark Ruffalo plays a lot of small movies. Old, but me. they're like, but they're good movies. They are. No, they're good. Like I like that one. Where Critically he's, acclaimed, and like uh, I, I like the one where he's the musician in New York with uh, Kira Knightley. It's a good one. Uh, but like. They're not like if his agent is probably all the time like Mark. I got these. I got these two hundred million dollar movies here, and he's like, "Do you nah. have any? Do you have anything with the budget of nine dollars? Can I be the, the Hulk and Deb on him? <laughs> you got anything with the <laughs> budget of thirteen nine. going on thirty? Now you see me one and two. The first oh, he one wasn't though. Was yeah, the Zodiac. He was in Shutter Island. Shutter Island was terrible. No, Shutter Island. I didn't see it. Just like Heaven. There's another good girly movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, yeah. The kids so, are all right. Have you seen that one? That's a, that's another, but that's another small weird in the indie cut? one. In the cut is. In where the cut, the is that wild the things he, are. Is in the cut the one where he messes around? Where the wild with things? Where are the wild things? Yeah, are? he's one of the. Voices. Is he one of the monsters? Is yeah. he? Yeah. That's funny. Um, but to me, overall, I just find it. Um, well, when you look at the the. The scope of the original ones, right? Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans, um, and Chris Hemsworth. Like, they didn't do a lot of, like, big stuff beforehand. Robert Downey Jr. So, remember, we talk about this all the time, right? Like, it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. who was the biggest paid actor of the first Marvel movie. It was... Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah. But when you look at Robert Downey Jr.'s, like, history, like, he's done a bunch of good movies. No, no, he has. He he's probably the best actor out of all of them, too. I just kind of washed up at the point. Well, not wa- well, I, Anthony Mackie had done a lot of great stuff. Sebastian Stan. Man, if I ever get to interview Anthony Mackie, the first thing I want to ask him is, how did he lose to a white boy at 8 Mile? Right. I mean, Sebastian Stan didn't do a whole lot. 
Uh, the little Olsen sister didn't do a whole lot. Yeah, that was Paul, her big break. Paul yeah. Bettany, he's done some stuff, but it's all been like indie stuff outside of the. Lake. You ever heard the Paul Bettany story where nope, uh, we don't have time though? But his nope. agent basically tells him, or no, he gets told by a movie producer that you're done. There's no nobody wants you. Yeah, you're. It's over. You're done. And literally, he walks outside and he's like, "Man, is that like he's having like the come to Jesus talk with himself? Like, okay, Paul, like, what are you gonna do?" And his phone rings and it's his agent and he's like, "Hey, they want you to come be Vision." <laughs> the voice of Vision. No, no. Be Vision. Oh. So this is for of Age of Ultron. Because uh, that wasn't like... He was always Jarvis, but it was never a done deal that he was... Like, right. That had, that was I think it's funny that his wife plays uh, the next AI. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. But when you look at it, you're right. With the, the Marvel movies, it was a bunch of no-name guys. And Robert Downey Jr. and Terrence Howard were kind of the draw. Uh, even the guy who played the villain of the first uh, Iron Man. Yeah. Um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. But as like because the oh, movie yeah. started doing so well, I forgot. Then you started getting some of the actors that actually had done some stuff, like and yeah. now they're Paul now they're Rudd. now they're household names, and every kid's gonna um, know them for the next twenty years. Uh, the girl who plays Wasp, I, I want to uh, say Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't say how to say her first name. Um, you get those coming in here, but ultimately those guys don't like none of them move on to other big things. Well, they don't, they don't have to now. So is that what you think it is? You yeah, think they they're, they're, they're going to make it so much money. But like, why? why is Chris Hemsworth and Tess Thompson doing Man in Black International? Though? Well, because, because he wants to do movies. Same thing with uh, Chris Evans. Like, he started making the Captain America movies. He wanted to, they they want to do different stuff because they're artiste. And then some of them, like RDG, is like RDJ is like, you know what? This is making tons of money. I'll just do this. Why yeah. Do I yeah. Else what, do for? I, what do I need to do? Um, oh, Spider Man comes out in a couple weeks. Spider Man does come out in a couple weeks. Uh, Into the Spider Verse is about to drop on Netflix too. So that's kind of cool. Right. Oh man! If you if you haven't watched Into the Spider World, here is your you chance. Definitely July should 2nd. check it out. That's, that's uh, two weeks. That's next week. Yeah, that's gonna wrap up this edition of Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, the producer Nico DLG. Oh, I love it. Got to one up me. Love it. Same Nerd Thug time. Same Nerd Thug channel.